0: This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Otterscotch. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at Patreon.com/runjumpstomp. Episode 148 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the stream by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre, and you're definitely going to find something that you like. Just head on over to runjumpstomp.com/Audible. Craft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it, although I'm kind of lying because today is Tuesday and I'm recording it here at 1241 p.m. just because I've got something else going on tonight. So I decided to record early. Um, if you want to join the live show, just make sure that you go over to twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp, hit that follow button so that you get alerted next time I go live and then you can click the link when you get the email and uh, you'll be greeted by Snogos Ham, Vaxer, Aerslia, Hopple, Link 31254, RezTV, TV, Shubru and TF Wagner among other awesome people. Um, let's start by talking about an email that I got today. Uh, the email was from Scott. And uh, I'm not going to read the whole email cuz it's actually kind of long, but I will uh talk about uh the overall idea. <clears throat> and it's something that I've talked about before, but it's the fact that Nintendo still has not given us cloud saves yet for the Nintendo Switch. It's something that a lot of people worry about i'm going to talk about it a little bit and then i'll read like an excerpt from the email um this no last night i took my family out to um to watch uh black panther and uh my son wanted to bring his switch with him to play it in the car but it wouldn't turn on because he hadn't charged it in a while so i i plugged it in i have a a portable charger and i was like oh it's okay buddy you can you can use this and uh You know, it was it was dead enough that the portable charger just wasn't cutting it or at least it wasn't cutting it fast enough that I was really willing to troubleshoot and make sure that it was working okay. So I told him that it would just work. I would I would make sure that it got charged um, when, when we got home. So we went to the movies. Awesome movie, by the way, Black Panther. I really liked it. It's not my favorite Marvel movie, but it's really good. It's a very fun, uh, fun movie. Uh, but we got home, and I grabbed his Switch, and I tried plugging it in. It wouldn't work, and I was a little... I was I was very, very... Um, how, how do I want to say this? Very worried. I was very worried that there was something wrong with it. Uh, so I did a little Googling, as uh, one does, and it turns out that... somebody else who was getting the same problem that I was where the screen was black and it would just show the charge icon but it didn't seem to be taking a charge so uh, somebody said to put it in the dock and then hold down the power button for a little bit and it would go black and then just leave it alone for like 20 minutes and come back and sure enough that worked but in that 20 minutes all I could think of is my son has spent a lot of time playing his Nintendo Switch, and he is a big fan of, of that system. In fact, I think that Zelda The uh, Breath of the Wild, I think that that's the first uh, game that he actually finished, like, on his own without, like, him coming and saying, hey, Dad, can you, you know, like, get past this thing for me or something like that. It was the first thing that he had finished completely on his own. And I kept worrying that... His save data was going to go away, and it reminded me uh, back when I had an Xbox 360. My son was playing uh, Lego Lord of the Rings, and um, you know he's one of those kids that just doesn't read the 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 information that is given to him. And he was going to save his his game, and rather than look at the screen while he was doing it, he was just so used to just muscle memory hitting a button to save his game and he overwrote his he was like at 90% complete on Lego Lord of the Rings and it erased his game and he was devastated he was absolutely devastated and him and my wife and I sat down for a couple weeks and just kind of powered through uh to get all the stuff that he had already gotten cuz we couldn't recover that save file and I couldn't imagine how he would have felt if his save file on his Nintendo Switch was lost uh, or all of his save files on his Nintendo Switch. And I know there's been more than one time where I've been in the middle of a game and there was like an issue with the save or like it got corrupted. And I just said, nope, never playing that game again because I don't I don't want to start over from scratch. And I was re- I, almost, it, it's a portable system. And every time you pick it up, you're risking dropping it or breaking it or it getting stolen. I mean, we all have heard what happened to Brian Altano. He's one of the hosts over at Nintendo Voice Chat where uh, he sent his Nintendo Switch in for repairs and it came back without his 100 percented Zelda, without his 100 percented Super Mario Odyssey. Like he had hundreds upon hundreds of hours playing that system and he lost all that stuff. And yes... He had fun while he was playing it, and that's true, but he lost that stuff. And that's where uh, Rez TV, who's actually um, uh, another podcaster, he does the uh, Nintendo Pulse podcast. Uh, make sure you check his show out. Um, but he had come up with this hashtag, Save Our Saves. And this has been a long way to go in order to get back to the email, but um, Scott emailed me. And it it was a pretty long email, but I'm going to read you the most important part. Uh, Scott says, I appeal to you and all other Nintendo podcasts to increase the amount of vocal, widespread coverage you give to this issue in an attempt to increase the pressure on Nintendo so that they prioritize this to the degree that it needs. In 2018, there is zero excuse for the lack of this feature users should also be emailing calling and tweeting at nintendo as well about this but those in the media are in a unique position of wide influence so please do what you can thanks well scott i don't think that i'm uh in the media and i certainly don't think i have wide influence but i will definitely do what i can and talk about it on my show and scott is right. We need to be emailing and calling and tweeting at Nintendo and letting them know that this is a feature that we really care about because I'll tell you what, I've got 200 hours in Breath of the Wild and I would be really furious if my Nintendo Switch bricked and I could not get that data back. Even if Nintendo just makes it so that we can back up our saves to an SD card and then I could just back that up on my computer just for a little bit of peace of mind. That would make me happy. I mean, what would be even better is cloud saves. And Scott even said in his email, he doesn't think that it's a good idea for Nintendo to even wait for their for September when they launched their Nintendo Switch online service, uh, which is a paid service. Now, I totally agree that it's definitely that cloud saves would be best but to expect nintendo to do that for free i don't think that that's going to happen i mean um we get cloud saves on playstation but only because we pay them for it um so maybe nintendo already has this planned to come out in september but the fact that they're nintendo is notoriously cagey and opaque they don't like to tell anybody anything and so what I really hope is that Nintendo will listen to what we say and then give us just a just an iota of transparency and say, look, guys, we know that there's a problem with this. We're going to fix it, and here's how we're going to fix it, and then give us a timeline. And I think that's really what we need to do. King Kong, he's me. He's ugly, and he's no good at Nintendo. But you are. If you're a monster at Nintendo, you can join us at the Nintendo Power Fest at Universal Studios. You can compete for incredible prizes. Play future games that no one else has played, and meet the Nintendo characters. It's a Nintendo Power Fest, only at Universal Studios Hollywood. Let's show Kong who is really king. With over eleven thousand votes, the Switch has topped uh, both the PS4 and Xbox One in a survey. Survey in a survey posted by Sega on Twitter asking, uh, "Are you looking forward to Valkyria Chronicles 4, and what system are you going to be playing on?" Playing it on. I can't talk today. Forty-six percent of people who responded to that survey said that they were going to be playing on the Nintendo Switch, while thirty-six percent said PS4 and Xbox One only netted 18% of the votes. Um, I would say that this is surprising because there's a lot more PlayStation 4s and Xbox Ones out there. Um, However, the reason why it's not surprising is actually a couple fold. Um, Valkyria Chronicles 4 is a game that is very, very well suited to taking it out of your backpack and doing a couple of quick turns and then putting it away and moving on. So it's a really good game for a portable system. And uh, there's a lot of small, minute details that you need to pay attention to. And when do you best do that? When you are constantly hitting that same thing over and over and over again. And that's the kind of thing that happens when you're playing a game on a portable console. So I think it makes sense for Valkyria Chronicles to be very popular on the um, the Nintendo Switch even in spite of the fact that there's way more PS4s and Xbox Ones out there and the reason that there's more of those systems out there is because those systems have been around for a longer period of time. Another reason why the Switch is a good console for Valkyria Chronicles 4 is because the developer has chosen an art style that really holds up even on lower end stuff so if, if you're looking for an example, look no further than just take a look at Valkyria Chronicles 1. That game still looks fantastic today because of the art style that the developer chose. I went into more detail on this in a video on my YouTube channel, youtube.com runjumpstomp, but I just wanted to make sure that, that, um, that I asked you guys who just listened to the podcast, uh, are you guys excited for Valkyria Chronicles 4? And if so, tell me why. Tonight, instead of just playing a video game, live it. Swords and Serpents takes you to a new world where you become one of a band of super warriors. Do you enter the dungeon, Choose your weapon, or forge ahead? The battle is at hand. You must gain experience and power by defeating the evils of the dark. Danger lurks in the dungeon, but so do the rewards. Enter. Claims World of Swords and Serpents on your NES if you dare. Well, Capcom has released a video on YouTube, and it is uh, all about the Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 announced trailer, and it is coming to the Switch, and it looks really, really cool. This basically contains every Mega Man game ever made, I think, and it looks really good. Um, The one issue with it, and this is going to upset a lot of people... And if you only watched the, the video and didn't pay attention to the very end, there is a little bit of legalese. And here's what it says. At the very end, it said, The physical edition of the game includes a game card for Legacy Collection 1 and a download code for Legacy Collection 2. That is That is not okay. Now, I understand why a game like Doom, which we'll talk about in just a minute, Uh, took their multiplayer and kind of offloaded that as a download to save money on a card because Doom is a pretty big game to begin with. I can understand that. But the Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2, I really don't see these games taking up that much room. And here's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to when it gets on the eShop and we can see how much room does this actually take up like what's the download amount and unless it's a absolute huge number then there's really no reason for them to only put one part of it on the cartridge now why would they do that if there's no reason to it's in order to drive sales now some people might be a little confused as to well that's not going to drive sales that's going to push people away and yes it will push certain people away but here's the thing if i go to the store and I buy Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 brand new, I also get part two with it. If I go to the store and buy a used copy of the game, that second collection is not available to me. It's already been claimed. So therefore, it really lowers the trade-in value of the Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 for the Nintendo Switch. And because it lowers the trade-in value, that means that people are less likely to trade it in. And if people are less likely to trade it in, then people are less likely to be able to find it used and so that they will have to buy the new copy. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and blame Capcom for doing what is a good business decision. But in the end, it's not a good It's not a consumer-friendly business decision. It's very anti-consumer, and I don't like it. Just if you're going to put out a physical edition of the game, just put the whole thing on the cartridge. That's what the consumers want. To take a big chunk of it and offload it to be a download just to force people to buy it new or to drive people towards buying it digitally instead of um, in the store Yes, I understand. Who does that hurt? It really hurts GameStop because that's where they make most of their money is on reselling used games. But I just think it's it feels kind of dirty to me. I just don't like I don't like the idea behind it. So um, Capcom, that's not cool, man. Not cool at all. Nintendo. Nintendo. It's a cereal. Wow. Nintendo. system is a super part of this nutritious breakfast all right speaking of doom doom now has motion controls this is comes with the 1.1.1 uh patch uh and they have added in motion control aiming for the nintendo switch and this is huge this is how i played doom i have doom on pc and I have a Steam controller. It's one of my favorite controllers of all time, and it has a gyro in it, and you can set it up to play that way with just about any game that you want, even if they don't support it. Doom didn't support it on the PC, but I can force it with the Steam controller, because the Steam controller is really, really configurable. And, uh, That was really fun to play it with motion controls and basically the way that it works and I know a lot of people are like, ew, motion controls are bad. Here's how it works. You use the stick for big movements, you know, like you want to turn right real quick. You use the stick to turn right real quick. But when you want to aim at something, that's when you just use the the motion control to kind of zero in and it really allows you to play much faster than you could with any other controller, even without aim assist on. Uh, So or even with aim assist on. And I think that Doom is like, if you don't have a, a high-end computer and you don't, or you don't have a Steam controller and you have a Switch, I think that this makes the Switch the best place to for you to play this game. Yes, the visuals will be lower, but the controls will be so much better. And I don't think that it's available... For, to have gyro control on the ps4 even though the ps4 controller has gyro built in uh, i don't think that they enabled it now if they did then i would say the ps4 is the best place to play um doom because i don't really think of doom as the kind of game that i would play portably i would prefer to have the lights off the, the like my headphones on cranked up really loud and uh you know on the big on the big uh, tv screen um you know playing it on the small screen it just kind of loses something for me however uh, you know motion controls changes that because it makes it a lot more fun to play that way i've played it both on mouse and keyboard with a controller using non-motion controls and with a controller using motion controls and it is it plays like a dream with a controller using motion controls now to be fair i haven't played it on the switch yet so i don't know how that's going to work or not but you know the reports are that it's pretty good in addition to the the um the addition i guess of uh the motion controls i guess the patch notes also have talked about uh, a graphical re- or the resolution in some areas on Doom has been increased on the Switch. So not only have they made the controls better, but they're also making the visuals better in the game on the Switch. And it just goes to show you what a great developer these guys are i mean i know that there were some people that were complaining about the way that the game was and i don't know i haven't played it myself on the switch uh there were some people complaining about it but you know what they did right and they fixed it um now if we could just get developers to to have it shipped right the first time instead of patching things later i think maybe we'd be on to something the are coming! Yes, your only hope is to team up with Mario in the totally new Super Mario Land. Guide him on the Nintendo Game Boy through all the mysteries and terrors of ancient Egypt. Battle all the horrors of the deep and master with Mario lots of weird worlds to give him a happy ending and make your world a little more fun. New Super Mario Land, another exciting game for Game Boy, each sold separately. Nintendo, now you're playing with power, portable power. Speaking of killing demons, we've got Diablo 3, a fantastic game. I played it on PC right up until um, I went for a run with my daughter one day and broke my arm. Uh, I fell, broke my elbow. You still see the scar there if you're watching on YouTube. and Diablo 3 is a fantastic game. I put a lot of hours into that game, and then they ported it to the PlayStation 4. I don't know if it's on Xbox One as well or not, but they ported it to the PlayStation 4, and they uh, redid the UI to better use controllers, and for the most part, people have said that it's pretty good. Now, I've heard that there are some bugs in the console port of Diablo 3 where people are duplicating things and stuff like that. That doesn't really affect me because I would just play by myself or with friends. I wouldn't be playing with other people and I really don't care what other people do in their games that doesn't affect me but what i've heard about diablo 3 on consoles is that it's a very very good game in fact a lot of people prefer it because they feel like the controls are much better than they are with a mouse and keyboard and all of you mouse and keyboard warriors out there hold your emails don't yell at me i'm just telling you what other people have said because i have not played it on console now why am i talking about this well there's this website called NeoSeeker. And they have a rumor that Blizzard is looking to implement local play with multiple switches, allowing you to team up for local co-op action as you run around in Sanctuary to stop Diablo. Um, they don't say who their source is, and I never heard of... Well, I mean, I think I've heard the the name Neocircle before, but I don't think I've ever been to their website before. So I don't know how reputable they are. uh, And Blizzard certainly hasn't said anything about porting Diablo 3 to the Switch. Now, I would love if they did, because that's where I have the most friends. Like most of my most of I I I. I have a Nintendo podcast, so most, like my friends list on my Switch is huge because a lot of people add me. On my PlayStation 4, I think I've got like five or six people that have added me on that. And so I've got a lot more people to play with on the Switch. Now, I've heard that Diablo 3 looks beautiful on the PS4, and it obviously would not look as good on the Switch, but this is the kind of game that you want to be able to take with you. You know, you pull out your Switch out of your backpack and you just do a quick, um, a quick level, you know, go kill a quick boss or something, whether you do it by yourself or with a team. And that could be a whole lot of fun. And maybe this is related to that thing where I think it was last week or a couple of, of uh, episodes ago where um, Nintendo had uh, sent me an email or they sent every parent an email saying uh, that your child's account will now be able to be accessed by third party developers so that they can do like online multiplayer stuff. And maybe this has something to do with it. Maybe, you know, Blizzard has what they used to call Battle.net when that is what everybody else calls it. But Blizzard just decided to call it Blizzard. I don't know what it's it's Battle.net. Shut up, Blizzard. Um, but Maybe it's maybe that email has something to do with Battlenet being able to communicate with your Nintendo ID. I don't know or not your Nintendo ID, your Nintendo account. Um, I don't know, but I'm pretty excited for the idea of uh, playing Diablo 3 on my switch and that that's one of those games where even though I've already finished the game on uh, I finished the game and I finished the expansion on my PC, I will definitely definitely buy it again on the switch to be able to take it with me because diablo 3 is an exceedingly fun game and playing games with a mouse and keyboard are is painful to me these days because of my wrist injuries and my elbow injuries so i don't think that uh i I think that if it comes out i don't think i can resist buying it get the power to move with the acclaim wireless remote for your nintendo entertainment system the acclaim remote gets you mobile in a WrestleMania grudge match Flying arrow. The Acclaim remote's rapid fire mode needs higher storage permission. In the battle for iron storage, seconds count. So you need a controller with a look and feel you already know. Accurate up to 30 feet. The official wireless remote controller, licensed by Nintendo, created by Acclaim. Get the Acclaim remote the power to move all right we've got three quick stories for the lightning round the first is that yonder the cloud catcher chronicles has been listed for the nintendo switch there's no official announcement for the game from nintendo but i guess it's showing up on amazon germany uh some people say that this game is kind of like a cross between zelda and stardew valley although they mentioned that there was no combat in the game so i'm really not sure why they would say zelda maybe just like the looks or something like that um there's a trailer in the show notes if you want to check it out again there's no official word on the release and it's um listed on amazon as coming out may 31st uh second story if you guys have not watched my review of chromagun for the nintendo switch make sure you head on over to my youtube channel and check out my review but you might actually be able to just ignore that review and try out the game yourself uh, a demo of chroma gun has been added to the european region uh for e-shops so you might be able to try out the game for yourself uh, but I still think you should check out my review and tell me what you think. Um, but that's Gun. It's very portal-like game where you mix paint colors to make robots uh, open doors for you. Really weird way to describe the game. But I think that's probably the best way to describe the game. Uh, the last story in the lightning round is that there is this uh, PSA on Reddit today that I saw. It said, please do not p- buy Payday 2 for the Nintendo Switch, it is severely outdated, uh, and it says that it is it is on update one three zero, which on the PC version was over a year ago, and so then the the PC version is currently at update one seven two. So it looks like the Switch version of Payday Two is going to be like be, be like a year behind. And a lot of bug fixes behind, like literally hundreds and hundreds of bug fixes, according to this post. I don't know how true that is, uh, but I know that a lot of people who picked up the game are not happy about that. So I just wanted to make sure that people were aware that the Switch version is, is I guess a year behind the PC version, which is always kind of frustrating to see the cool things that are happening in your game and have to wait a year before you actually get to use them. I called the Witch Doctor, he told me what to do. He said, ee i ah da bing bang. That means play Dr. Mario on Game Boy or NES well that is all the time that we have for the show today if there's a story that i missed or a topic that you would like to discuss please let me know i don't think i listed the ways that you can get a hold of me at the beginning of the show but it's basically twitter twitch and youtube at run jump stomp run jump stomp uh, at gmail.com um where else could you look for me I, you can call and leave a voicemail at 260 run jump that's 260-786-5867 And uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support. Uh, Once you are there, you'll see all kinds of links and ways that you can help me out. One way that you can help is... To just share the show with a friend, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel and make sure that you watch those videos as well. I'm going to be demonetized. Oh, I'm actually going to be demonetized today because I don't I don't reach the requirements. So it's not like I'm going to be making any money off of YouTube, but I'm really am having a lot of fun making videos for the YouTube channel. I'm in fact, yesterday I uh, I made four uh, or I recorded uh, stuff for four episodes of the NES Archive, uh, and I only have one launch game left to record, and uh, that is Super Mario Brothers. So we can look forward to that. And uh, you know I've got some editing to do before I can post them, but make sure that you head on over to YouTube.com/runjumpstop and you can subscribe there. In addition to the NES Archive, you're also going to see uh, reviews for Nintendo Switch games. Uh, my just general thoughts on things in the gaming industry and other stuff. Make sure that you also check out Tom Winter and Noteblock. You've heard their music on my show at the beginning and end uh, for quite a long time now. They're fantastic people, and I really appreciate them letting me use their music. I will see you guys next time, which will be on Thursday. Until then, bye-bye.